It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday and welcome to another and the last this week. Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we begin the podcast with the best bits from, well, not really, the, well, they are the best bits. I mean, are they? The, I mean, it's basically it's the fallout from all the games in the Premier League. Is, is, are they the best? I mean, there were some good bits. Let me just scroll down to the bottom of this page of links. Uh, yeah, so the best bits are later on. But here's some of the best bits that aren't actually the best bits. Bruno Fernandes is going to take this for Manchester United. Maybe a bit harsh. Dean Smith shaking his head. Here comes Fernandes. Puts it in the back of the net in the halt end. Raiders sent the wrong way. And Manchester United take the lead here at Villa Park. After that VAR review, the penalty was given. I think it's a foul. Uh, Bruno does a fantastic pirouette. Uh, Zidane or Maradona, we call it. The boy sticks out his leg and he's got to land somewhere. And when the boy stuck out his leg, that uh, he lands on him. It's a, it's a foul. Anybody with a football brain, We'll see that Fernandez is trying to a double drag back, puts his first foot on the on the top of the ball, and his second one fouls Ezri Conza. So you know I'm fully expecting the VAR to come out and say no penalty, free kick to Aston Villa. Amazed and changes the game. Jonathan Moss has given that decision in good faith. He's up to he's looking for for Stockley Park to help him out to make the right call, and he now is embarrassed by that decision. And Stockley Park are faceless. Okay, we know the guy that ran, but you don't know. You don't know who's given that call. It's one. It's the worst decision I have ever seen VAR in this country allow. It was shocking. It would have been less shocking if Fernandez had received a red card, and I still would have been shocked. It was appalling. I'm sorry, but VAR for that and the and the Harry Kane situation. Both were bad, but this one is right up there. It's Aston Villa nil, Manchester United 2, and it's quite a finish from Mason Greenwood using all his powering strength to charge into the penalty area and unleashed a powerful right-footed shot which left Pepe Reina no chance. I think Mason Greenwood could go down to be the greatest Manchester United Academy player since George Best. He, he is looking more and more like a, like a player that you think, wow, every time, he, every game I see... He gets better and better mm. and better. He'll be better than Rashford. He's going to be better than Beckham. I think he'll be better than Ryan Giggs. I think we are looking at the best academy player since George Best. The composure, the ability to take both feet, the way he changes direction, absolute wow. He's, he, is, he is something else. He is a, he's possibly, you talk about Phil Foden, could be better than Phil Foden. He could be the best, the best Man United have ever produced since George Best. 
Bournemouth nil, Tottenham nil. Cherry striker Joshua King heavily involved in the two big talking points. Tottenham should have been awarded a penalty when King clearly pushed England captain Harry Kane to the ground with both arms. Amazingly, despite a VAR check, Spurs appeals were waved away. About the next game, I cannot speak. And I will not speak because the rules don't allow me to speak and I don't speak one word. Against Sheffield United was an incredible decision. And tonight, another one. Is the referee in charge of the VAR? Don't blame the VAR. Is the person that is in front of the screen and is the person that takes the decisions. It's not a machine. I'm unhappy with things in relation to that, but um, I don't want to speak much. Great finish from Callum Wilson, but it did strike the arm of Joshua King. And under this season's regulations, that's handball, that's no goal. How crushing a blow could that be? It remains Bournemouth nil, Tottenham nil. That's the beauty or or not a VAR unfortunately for us it looked you know when Callum hits it I thought it looked like a good goal but then of course um, you're waiting and when it, there's a, a lull in proceedings you're fearing the worst and yeah and unfortunately it looks like it's hit uh, Josh King's arm now big owls alongside Alan McCoy and Jamie O'Hara on the breakfast show and this is Jamie and Macca talking about the Sheffield United boss Chris Wilder If Tottenham don't sort things out with Mourinho, I would have Chris Wilder at Spurs any day of the week. Don't underestimate what he's actually done there at Sheffield because he is he's turned, not, not disrespecting them, but average players or good players well, into top seven Premier League stars. I would love him at Tottenham one day. And staying on the topic of Wilder, Sheffield United striker David McGoldrick has spoken to our very own Hugh Wisencroft about his side's hopes for Europe, his manager Chris Wilder, and the importance of the Black Lives Matter movement. It's just about education, um, educating the right, you know, educating the young. You know, I think if we can educate them and into, into the future um, for the future will be a better world. You know, I think people are thinking that it's just this Black Lives Matter movement. It's just all you know. We want to take the limelight, but it's not. It's all about equal, and you know, we're not trying to say we want. We know all lives matter. You know, we know that, but. We want equal, equal in sport, equal in the world, equal everywhere. And I think educating people to know that and, and the real meaning behind it, if they go online, see all the things about the statues and, and everything, you know, there's a big meaning behind it. We're not doing it just for a bit of attention. It's, it's, it's a real situation that we're on, on our hands at the minute. And to see all the sports, you know, when you see everyone kneeling before, just to show the support in the game at the minute. And, you know, you see it in other sports now. It's, it's a powerful message because everyone watches football and say that everyone is supporting it, you know. Hopefully it stands in good stead. What he's achieved at this club, you know, when he come bottom of League One and to now where we are, you know, seventh in the league, a lot of it's down to his hard work and his, you know, his, his love for his club. Is Everyone sees it and he puts his all into it. You know, he's down when we don't win and he's highest in the room when we win, you know. He, he loves the club, but, you know, definitely... I don't think anyone's taken away what he's done for the for us this season and, and, and for the season before that. You know, he's a fantastic manager and a fantastic man manager as well. Now, Hawksby and Jacobs look back at a brilliant guest they had in the studio in 2012. It was the 1968 Olympian John Carlos who raised his fist on the podium, which became an iconic image in the civil rights movement in America. And current sportsmen in England, of course, have copied this in both football and cricket. Carlos spoke to Paul and Andy about racism in the United States and whether he regretted what he did. Never been a regret about what I did. If if I could change anything, would be uh, to think 
more clearly through uh, the process in terms of how to protect my wife and kids better. You know, being a young individual, you think that when you stand up for what you believe in, you know reprisal is coming. You would think that would come directly to you. Uh, I didn't think anything about them attacking my wife or attacking my kids in the way they did. Uh, and my wife took her life. My kids had to endure a lot in the school systems throughout the United States. And uh, that's the only thing that I say I would think through further in terms of how better I can protect my wife and kids. But other than that, if my wife had to die a thousand times over, so be it. She'd have had to die a thousand times over. So so be it with my kids. They had to endure it. And I endured what I endured. And I would do it a thousand times over again because it was necessary. I feel that I was born June 5th, 1945 to make my appearance October 16th, 1968. Time now to hear from Jim White and Natalie Sawyer in a show we've very cleverly called White and Sawyer. And as Burnley edged closer to a Europa League spot by beating West Ham, the question was raised about what may be next for their manager, Sean Dyche, or, of course, as he calls himself, Shooting! Glenn Johnson suggested that if he's given a top job, some of the players may be on their guard. In a top side, I think it's similar to signing a top player. As players, you'll, you'll see your names linked with... Your club linked with certain players and certain managers, and there's certain names that were like... You'd be thinking, oh, yeah, you'd be rubbing your hands together thinking, oh, this would be quality. He can help us. This would be great. Can't wait to work with him. Uh, but then there's obviously some names out there that, that don't give you that sort of feeling, whether it's players or managers. In my career, for example, when Mourinho was coming to Chelsea, everyone was like, this is going to be good. You know, you, you could, you, there's a level of excitement the minute he walks through the door. But then there's other managers I've worked for where you're thinking you're not really sure where this is going. At the top, top teams, players might look at Sean uh, Dyche in that way only because he's not done it at a top team yet. Obviously, you've only got to look at what he's done with the players he's had to work with uh, and where they finished in the leagues over the years. You know, with the they had 16th, um, which is obviously their first year. Then they, then they was 8th. Then they got into Europe and it obviously killed them because they didn't have the squad uh, to maintain that sort of performance. Uh, so they dipped again. And then obviously now you see them uh, flying the way they are this season. So there's no doubt about it. He can get what he needs to get out of his players. He, he lays down the laws and if you don't jump on board straight away, you, you ain't going to survive very long. And I like managers like that that don't sort of pussyfoot around. They lay the laws down, everyone has to buy into it and they don't sort of carry any dead weight. And staying with the Clarets, brackets, Burnley, they travel to Liverpool this Saturday. It's live on TalkSport and speaking ahead of the game, their midfielder, Ashley Westwood, Lee's brother, told Ian Abrahams about how the squad are coping with the amount of games they're having to play in such a short space of time. The work we've done over the lockdown has, has shown the professionalism of the group, the way we just, we, we, we take a lot of knocks at Burnley and like I said, us, us being the, the pros we are, the, the way the gaffer runs the place, we just we just get on with it without any fuss and I think that's coming to the front. Obviously, there's been a lot there's been a lot said about the, the the five substitutions. A lot of clubs are not happy with it, but we've we've been struggling to fill a bench and, and we've managed to managed to really do it. And I think it's just a, you've got to get your head around it and work hard. And, and thankfully now we've we're starting to show what what a good group of lads we are. The manager is is players are key, obviously, but the manager is is so much a part of Burnley. Um, and everybody always links in with moves away. You know, which club would Sean Dice suit? You know, one in the top six, one elsewhere. Um, you must be really thankful to have him and still have him each and every season. Obviously, he's been there years, and it's just instilled in it's instilled in the club. The mentality of the group, and if if a player comes in like myself a few years ago, it's you have to bed in, you have to bed yourself in, and it's you've got to have the right character. And like I said, it's 
it's something he's worked he's worked very hard for and he keeps he keeps getting results and uh, the lads buy into it even even if you're not on it in the warm-up he'll he'll dig you out obviously you're strolling through warm-ups but like I said it's a it's the mentality and that's what gets you winning football matches at the end of the day and it's he's been a he's been brilliant for Burnley and long may he do that Back now to the breakfast show. This is Jamie and Ali hammering Brazil for saying he used to run the channels. I would be hammering him as well. I mean, most people swim them, don't they? Oh, different kind of right. Got you. I used to run the channel. Get out of here! You oh, run yes. the channel. Oh no! Oh, I normally, I, I, no, I'm your biggest fan, and I normally back you up. But come on, yeah, yeah, take me into a territory. Chunky. Even I'm struggling to defend Ali, I will go to the loft. I will dig out some of the old Betamax videos and I will show you me running the channel. I want to see Brazil working the channel like Kevin Doyle. Man, and I was a target man. I'd play all, oh, By the way, I was more mobile than Kevin Doyle. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not you know, having it. I get mixed up. It means he used to wear Chanel. That's what it was. Don't you worry about it. By the way, I had better legs than you, McCoy. So you, were a, you were a wee moocher. You were a wee gold grabber, a moocher. <laughs> I will prove it to you guys because when I played there was only two cameras every Saturday that's the problem was <laughs> these two Muppets want to go at me I'm looking at Zoom now what are you giggling at right. now I'm just laughing Jamie let me tell you Jamie you go fishing for carp your line doesn't even run when you get a nibble at a bite I've just got a picture in my head of just bending one in the channel going go on Brazil get on that he go get out of here I'm, now, Jamie, I played in the big leagues. Don't worry about that. Yeah, you, yeah. I, will, I will dig out. I will Zero dig out some of Premier my goals. League appearances, Mr. Allen Brazil. I will dig out. I'll dig out some of my goals. Now, Norwich City could be relegated this weekend if they lose to West Ham. A game you can hear live and exclusive on Talk Sport. However, the Canaries defender Jamal Lewis told James Savundra there's still a lot for the players to play for this season. Mm, there isn't really, though, is there? There definitely has to be an amount of um, self-pride collectively and individually, playing for the badge, playing for the fans. Obviously, the fans, even more so when the fans can't even come and watch the games, you know, you've got to to remember that these people are at home and and they're usually coming to watch, so you've got to do it for them. You just just got to do it for yourself, you know. Obviously, like you said, we're we're in a very difficult, difficult period where we haven't won in a while and obviously at the bottom of the table, so... Um, self-pride definitely has to kick in um, just like I said the, the work rate and the fight has to be the bare minimum from now on Now Watford welcome Newcastle to Vicarage Road on Saturday with live coverage right here on TalkSport as part of Game Day Watford boss Nigel Pearson told TalkSport's James Avenger that his side aren't getting carried away despite their win over Norwich last time out Whenever you win a game it's bound to bring some positive aspects, but we know our situation. We know that we're in a difficult, difficult situation. Teams are fighting for their lives. We've got to make sure that our own performances, yeah, give us the best chance of winning games. And really, that's that's the bottom line. We can do as well as you know the, the, our capabilities are, but it's about us being being able to play as close to our max as possible. 
Time for a bit of cricket now. Here's Goffey looking back at the second day of the first test with the Windies on drive this evening. It, I mean, the test wasn't on drive, but you get what I'm trying to do. Another poor performance from Joe Denley. He suggested England needed to find someone new at number three. Tell you what, we might as well stick a dustbin in front of stumps if that's the case. We're just trying to protect the stumps. I get what you're saying, John. Listen, he has done. He's shown terrific fight. And I, I admitted that. Is But I was always against his selection. I didn't think it was the right selection at the time. But he won me over with his work rate, his desire. But you cannot just keep picking someone because they can block it. Mm. You, you can't. We've got to be scoring as well. His strike rate. His strike rate is really, really poor. What is it? Under 40. And for your daily dose of cricket chat, listen to the following on podcast with John Norman and Jared Kimber. Back now to breakfast. This is boxing promoter Frank Warren with an update on Fury Wilder 3. Tyson's doing extremely well. Um, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's really cut himself, kept himself in great condition. Really up for it, he's uh, and he's looking forward to it. I mean, he's just got to sort the date out, and once we can find out what's happening regarding live gates, I think we'll be ready to press the button on that one. And uh, and I think he, uh, you know, I, 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 like Ali, I don't see what the other guy's got to beat him, and uh, hopefully we get that out of the way, and then we can get onto the real big one that we're all waiting for. Yeah. He is an absolute star, and I've never been fr- so thrilled for somebody to come back from where he where he was and where he's been. To where he's got to now, it's a credit to it's a credit to the human spirit. He's done brilliantly, and I'm I'm so pleased with. Him. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, here are the real best bits of my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10 p.m. Bruno uh, does a fantastic pirouette, uh, Zidane or Maradona, we call it. Uh, and when he does that, the boy sticks out his leg, and he's got to land somewhere. And when the boy stuck out his leg, that uh, he lands on him it's a, it's a foul because if you jump away from a tackle but you land on top of so, uh, on, the, on the defender you, you'll get a foul in the middle of the pitch so for me foul penalty <laughs> should we quickly move on oh god unbelievable I think it's, he's, listen to again how unconvincing he is listen to, the, listen to his first words go on I think it's a foul I think you know when <laughs> You know, you know the bit. You know the bit where oh I just go. God. Oh, is when he says because he landed on him. He landed on him. He stood on him. He, st- he stood on his ankle, right? His foot and sh- when he does that, yeah. the boy sticks out his leg, and he's got to <laughs> land somewhere. And when the boy stuck out his leg, that uh, he lands on him. It's a, it's a foul because he, he did have to land somewhere, Jay. He had to land somewhere. Jeez, honestly, I've got a friend of mine, right? Who's a Man United fan. He's try- in Twitter. He's trying to convince me it's a foul. It's like. It's amazing. No, it's if not, that, I not. promise you, if it was the other, if this was Chelsea, there's no way I would say it's a foul. No way. No. Well, that's it for another podcast. You think? Uh, a reminder, of course, you can download previous or future podcasts simply by going to Acast, Spotify or Apple Pods. And there's lots of live football this weekend. So here we go, in one breath. <gasps> Tonight at 6pm, it's Huddersfield against Luton. It's in the Championship. It's live and exclusive on TalkSport 2. At 8.15, also tonight, Fulham take on Cardiff. Also live and exclusive on TalkSport 2. Saturday, 
Uh, half past 12, it's Norwich against West Ham in Premier League, obviously. Live and exclusive to Talk Sport. Heading over to Talk Sport 2 on the same day, at the same time, half past 12, it's Watford against Newcastle. Then at 3pm, back on TalkSport, you can hear live commentary of Liverpool against Burnley. If you want to hear live coverage of Blackburn against West Brom in the Championship, also at 3pm, that's on TalkSport 2 exclusively. Then at half past 5, it's Sheffield United against Chelsea, live and exclusive to TalkSport. And at 8 o'clock, it's Brighton against Manchester City, also in the Premier League, and also live and exclusive on TalkSport. There you go, all in one breath. Well, not really, Tom just edited that really well. It took me about 15 breaths. But that's it. Have a great weekend. I'm back on Sunday night for Andy Goldstein's. That's me. Full-time phoning or football phoning. I can't remember what it's called. But it doesn't matter. You just join me at 9 o'clock and you can have your say on the whole weekend's football. And then from 10pm on the same night, I will, of course, be presenting the Trans Europe Express. So make sure you join me from 9pm on Sunday. Thanks for listening. Have a good weekend. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.